Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the noon report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute and Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. Jason, I want to begin with you. New York's highest court just gave Democrats a big Christmas present this week when it comes to redistricting a 4-3 decision. Tell us what happened and why it's significant. Yeah, the listeners may recall last year there was a major push to appoint a new chief justice on this court. That man was now Chief Justice Rowan Wilson. At the time, it was believed that would give a judge who would already side with the Democrats on redistricting another bite of his apple, and that has now paid off. So when the Senate Democrats rejected Governor Kathy Hochul's initial pick and then received Chief Justice Rowan Wilson, they're now cashing in on that. And it looks like in 2024, we will have new district maps that will likely help the Democrats in this state. Blue congressional seats will likely look bluer, and the redder ones will look redder. Hmm. And that's going to be a tough fight in 2024. And they have till February to have those lines drawn. Is there any appeals process here, or is it pretty much the done formality? This is what has to happen. Well, as the process played out uh, before, uh, this would deadlock at the committee level. And then when it deadlocks, it will force it back to the Democratic supermajorities, and they will draw the uh, maps as they will. All right. We just had them drawn. Let's draw them again. Uh, there is is a big news in Harrisburg as well. Apparently, there's some kind of a leak in the House chamber. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, lawmakers are not, except for the budget address in February, they are not going to be back at work until after St. Patrick's Day. That's in March. That is some kind of roof leak that's needing fix there. Republicans think there's something else going on here that may have to do with politics. What say you, Michael Gear? Wait, Bob, are you suggesting that politicians might have political motives? Oh, my. <laughs> well, well, to tell you the truth here, Bob, there does appear to be more of a political agenda at play in keeping the lawmakers out until after that holiday with the green beer. It turns out that Democrats are losing their one-vote majority, and so the Democrat leadership has decided no sessions for three months until that seat is filled. They're blaming a roof leak, but there will be the uh, budget addressed by Josh Shapiro in the meantime, and we'll be watching to see if he needs an umbrella as he delivers that budget address. <laughs> Maybe they can put buckets around the chamber and catch the water. We'll yeah. see. Unreal, the stuff that's happening. Jason, we're going to talk more about anti-Semitism on America's college campuses. We saw UPenn's president resign. Harvard's president gets to stay. Governor Hochul's cracking down on this. Uh, couldn't believe when I saw a stat this week. Uh, I want to get your reaction to it. One in five young people today, 20% of all the young people in this country believe the Holocaust was a myth. How does that happen? Yeah, it's stunning. I mean, at its root cause, we all understand there's a spiritual war that is going on, and I believe that's motivating a lot of this. There's also a major educational problem. Too often we are sending students off to these colleges to be indoctrinated in left-wing progressivism rather than really American civics and what it means to be a patriot in this country and to see the world in a way that I think uh, you know, I would more closely align with. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe that one in five young people think are, are Holocaust deniers, Mike. All you got to do is look at the old World War II real 
real footage to know that's nonsense, but that's the thinking in this country. I know the PA House Republicans took wraps off some legislation on this this week. Uh, What exactly are they trying to do? Well, these proposals come in light of the unbelievable congressional testimony by the University of Pennsylvania president, which was so tone deaf and heartless it cost her her job. One of the bills that's uh, been proposed would require colleges and universities that receive state funding to include in their bullying and harassment codes prohibitions against calls for genocide against the Jewish people. Another one of the bills would have transparency requirements in schools on the curriculum regarding the Holocaust, getting to the issue you and Jason just talked about. And the third would establish an anti-Semitism Awareness Day in November, beginning in 2024. Let me ask both of you guys this question because it's just continuing to be in the news now with the we saw that the board at Harvard, Jason, unanimously deciding uh, to keep Claudine Gay on the job. What advice would you give to parents of juniors and seniors in high school who may be looking at attending one of these Ivy League schools? Well, my first advice would be to start earlier. You know, if we're waiting until junior and senior to start talking about these issues, we're probably missing the opportunity. Have those open and honest conversations in much younger ages. But as students get to that age and they're considering these colleges, you have to help students to understand you have to go in with eyes wide open. Hmm. You know, I have a daughter at college, so this is kind of uh, close to my heart right now, but yeah. um, when you go into these classes, oftentimes professors will have agendas that are contrary to a biblical worldview. And so it's broader than just the anti-Semitism. There's this broader worldview issue. Go in with eyes wide open and get plugged in to InterVarsity or some kind of a Christian ministry that is on campus, a good church to yeah. where students can also continue to live out their faith even when they're away from home. Yeah, Michael, one of the things I hear from parents all the time is four years after a student is enrolled into school like this, they say, I don't even recognize my kid anymore. Their worldview has totally changed. What advice would you give to keep kids from having this indoctrination that Jason talked about happen in, in their own families? Well, I agree with uh, Jason about starting early, and part of that is parents talking to their kids about these issues. If the parents do that, the kids are more likely to adopt those values and can keep them even through college. If you don't talk about them and the first they hear about them is in a high school or college class, they're more likely then to adopt that and reject the parents' viewpoints. Gotcha. Well, Jason, a federal court last week dealt a blow to New York's concealed carry law. What were some of the major findings from this ruling? Yeah, a couple of things. One, the gun control legislation that was passed on special session back in, I guess, 2022 would have required that social media accounts be turned over before you could purchase a firearm. That has been thrown out by the courts. The other issue is this idea that you can only carry in a place of business if the business posts a sign affirming you have the right to do so. That's been reversed. Mm. So essentially now you can go into places of business that do not post a sign and it is presumed you have the right to carry unless that business says otherwise. That also applies to houses of worship. So it really expands upon the recent one we had this year on this issue and I think it does bring us back more closely in alignment with what the Constitution says. Michael, couldn't believe this article and if you want to read more it's on your website. We'll give that address at the end. Half of all abortion clinics in your state have failed at least one health inspection the past year half of all of these facilities. What sorts of violations are we talking about and why is this so troubling in your opinion? Well, first I want to begin by saying 
thing I'm grateful for our team here at PA Family that has been uncovering this information. There are a variety of findings from a botched abortion that may have injured the mother to failure to follow protocols after surgery. But what's most troubling, Bob, is that there apparently have been no sanctions or punishments for these infractions, which means that these patterns of wrongdoing will likely continue. Mm. And of course, every time a pregnant woman goes into an abortion clinic, that is two persons and typically only one leaves alive. Gotcha. Jason, a sharp increase, and you're also writing about this on your website. We'll give that address in just a minute. There has been a noticeable increase in homeschooling in New York. A lot of folks are pointing to COVID for why this is happening. I know COVID is a big reason, but are there other factors at play here in New York? Yeah, you know, people are, are looking at school choice options in ways they never have before. And I think it probably did accelerate during COVID. But in reality, what parents saw during COVID and since is they are now seeing the policies and the, again, the indoctrination is starting at younger ages in regard to issues like human sexuality, you know, gender identity issues, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Those things are coming across in so many different ways that parents, I think, are saying enough is enough. In New York, over the last 10 years, we've seen a 178% increase in homeschooling families. Wow. Uh, that's just enormous. And speaking of education issues, I know, Michael, you're not giving up on this school choice bill, which Representative Clint Owlett tried to get through over the summer. Governor Shapiro said he supports it and then reneged. And, and now we've got a lot of loose ends with the still undone state budget. How optimistic are you that in 2024, that might be the year to get this across the finish line? Well, I'm hopeful that it will. The pressure for school choice, even what Jason just talked about, parental pressure for school choice continues. There's still pressure on Governor Shapiro, and we are hopeful uh, that as we continue to press that maybe we will see some expansion of school choice in 2024. Gotcha. And again, as we mentioned, those websites are available if you want to read the article about half of all abortion clinics in Pennsylvania failing health inspections. Uh, Michael, where can folks go online and read more? pafamily.org. And homeschooling is all the rage now in New York. Jason, you have an excellent article on that as well. Where can folks find it? AlbanyUpdate.com. 